Okay, we've got our first big-time guest of hunkering down with Peter Schorsch. Joining us now is Senator, uh, Senate President-designate Wilton Simpson. Senator, how are you? I'm doing fine. i um, been back in Trilby the last three or four days since we um, ended Friday night and, um, and doing well. There is a, a great video you put out um, that I will highlight and put on our Facebook page of, um, it's basically, hey, farmers are still getting up every day and they're still doing their job to make sure the rest of us are fed and taken care of. Yes, sir. No, we really um, thought that it, you know, it would be uplifting for folks to see that there are a lot of people out here working. And, you know, I, I highlighted farmers because I'm thinking I'm here at my farm every day. We're, you know, picking up eggs. We're sorting through citrus that we have in cattle. And um, there are a lot of really good people. And not just farmers, obviously. You've got truck drivers making deliveries. You've got um, uh, all the backbone, the, the critical infrastructure of our healthcare system, hospitals, first responders, law enforcement. Everyone is doing, you know, the best they can and um, and out here working every day. Just for our audience's perspective, just remind everybody who, who, who you are. I mean, I know who you are. Everybody in the Capitol knows who you are. But um, hopefully some people start listening to this that have, haven't paid attention to Florida politics. So tell us your day job and what you do in politics. Right. Well, my political job is I'm the senator of the 10th district, which includes Pasco, Hernando and Citrus counties. And um, my day job is to I'm, I'm mostly a, a um, farmer and um, I am um, I do eggs, um, citrus, um, which we just picked all the citrus um, a, a month or two and um, tangos that we have, tangerines. And so now we're, um, the egg business is clearly year round. So we do that. And then we have some hay and cattle also. And um, so that's what my day job is. Now you've got a big job tomorrow. Uh, this is being taped on Wednesday. Tomorrow you go back to Tallahassee and vote on the budget for the state uh, for 2020 to 2021, correct? That's right. You anticipate any issues with that, or is it going to be other than the the surrealness of how's it going to work? You all are going to have to stay kind of and then go out there. How is the mechanics going to work? Well, I think that's right. So the Senate president put out um, a memo and gave us options because, you know, obviously we're trying to do the social distancing and we want to make sure that if someone has um, any type of concerns that their concerns are met, um, senators, we're asked, I, we were asked not to bring staff and we are certainly are not inviting um, staff to these um, proceedings. And then we're going to go in the back of the um, president's office. We're going to sign the budget, which each one of us um, do. And then we're probably going to stay in our offices until it's time to come out and hit our, um, red or green buttons, and then we would be exiting the Capitol immediately. And so that's the plan that most of us have. And uh, we're just waiting now to see how that gets executed. And I would expect any senator that has any type of um, health concern or certainly has a fever or anything of that nature um, would not participate um, in this process um, tomorrow, that they would stay home and um, not participate. You know, as you're saying that, 
and it is a it's a horrible situation. But there's also there's some there's a nobility to that. There's a courage to that. Um, the idea that I mean, you're still our leaders, and you're still going and gathering in person. Um, I mean, I know it's a little I don't know morbid, but and it's not like it's not going to be the cleanest place in Tallahassee, but that really speaks to we're still a democracy. This isn't just some person laying out the budget and and promulgating it. You all have to go and physically sign it and say that, that this is the work you did. That's right. And we are and we and we do have a, a sense of obligation. You know, a lot of times um, when you elect folks to represent you and it's that's the, one of the biggest honors that anyone can have in their life to be. Um, representing um, half a million people in the state of Florida, but we take this very seriously, and it's our our constitutional duty to um, put a budget out there every year, and we we are ve- definitely obligated um, to uh, fulfill that um, duty, and and yeah, it's a very noble thing, but at the same time, you know, we will take precautions to make sure everyone's comfortable, and um, you know, and has the safety precautions they need to to be comfortable. After this is all done, I want to get you back on our my wife and I's podcast. He said, she said, and talk to you about the great work you did for um, for the Department of Children and Families. Um, I know that that was some very that's something that I've tracked for years. That was great legislation. But let me ask you this: um, When did coronavirus kind of get real for you? I imagine you're barraged with just requests and information and and documents and and emails, but when did it get real for you? If you go back probably about three, four weeks ago when it started coming into, um, you know, first responders and, and the notion of um, being able to make sure we had a food supply. So what happens if you're a farmer and you're in the ag industry in, a, in the way we are is you have to make sure that you have all of those critical, just like preparing for a hurricane or any other natural disaster, this is different, right? Because we're have to, having to do the, um, you know, to stay apart from each other, social distancing. But we are, we prepared ourselves for years for these types of environments to be in. So probably two or three weeks ago, as this was starting to wow. come out of come out of China and going into Italy and other parts of Europe, knowing it was coming here, knowing the cases were coming, that's when it started getting real. And, you know, and we start taking those precautions and making sure that our employees, that our our teammates here um, have all the essential needs, their essential needs met. Um, we cannot do this without um, a lot of hardworking people. And so probably two to three weeks ago is when it started really um, getting real for us as being prepared. Okay, so we're one of the things that we're doing with folks is uh, we're hoping there's a little bit of community spirit here and people are making recommendations. Um, they're actually really good so far. Like um, Allison Abishan made a recommendation about, you know, she's got some kids at home and they really like manatees. And so I think one of the parks is doing a live cam uh, to track the manatees. And so her kids are still able to, to see that. Um, other people are offering health advice, et cetera. What are a couple recommendations from you? Is there something you're watching? Is there something you're doing that uh, you recommend uh, the rest of the people that may listen to this, what uh, that they do uh, during the uh, outbreak? You know, this is amazing um, opportunity for family time. Um, when you think about uh, being mm-hmm. able to spend a lot of time with your own family and, and remember, you don't have to stay inside your house. There's a big yard outside and 
and the children and families can go outside and enjoy the outside and, and nature um, around their homes. And of course, I live on a farm, so it's a little different, but I've got a lot of nature to observe. But, you know, we've been able to spend a lot of time with the grandkids and making sure that, um, you know, that our family members are are in good shape and have the, the resources they need. And but mostly just being around family is probably the big thing. I mean, we, we could watch the Die Hard series for the 80th time or, or the Rocky series for the 90th time. And some of us will do that. But I think um, this is a valuable opportunity to this is a great opportunity to spend time with family and make sure that um, we reconnect. And this is um, different from, you know, we've been socializing the world for the last 20 years with the Internet and Facebook and and all the things that we do, this is a great opportunity to reconnect with what's really important for us. Well, I want you, um, thank you, first of all, to know, thank you for coming on. I know your time is extremely limited right now. Uh, number two, please be safe. Um, you are going to be one of the most important people in Florida as you figure out, um, you know, here, congratulations. You get to go and uh, be one of the three people leading state government uh, through a very difficult period come uh, November. Um, and so also just be safe in your travels tomorrow and best to you and your family. Thank you.